0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast with your host, Curtin Dillon. It's race week again, baby. Here we go. We got the Saudi GP Amir D, De- um, yeah. <laughs> Amir Days Away. I'm getting my tongue straight. This peach vibe starting to kick in. Um, yeah, it will do that. It will, man. This is going to be a good one, man. I love this track. This track never disappoints and it's going to no. be, I'm sure it's going to be a, a banger for sure. It's,
1: it's only the third time here. And the first time was absolute insanity. The second time was <laughs> awesome racing. I yep. am stoked
0: to see. This so it, actually, I, I forgot. Wasn't this the one last year where there was the missile attack right before the race or before the race weekend? Uh, It might've been actually, I think it was the Saudi race. Well, what we mean? haven't seen that yet. So that's good. Hopefully, you know, the week <laughs> that is still will young. happen again. It is still young. <laughs> Man, we got some, some already some drama going on with our boys at Ferrari. Man, what the hell is going on with these guys? Is, is it drama or is it business as usual? It's business as usual. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it is. I, I don't understand it. It's like maybe uh, Bonato wasn't the issue. Who knows? I don't know. It's how are you on your third engine computer in only done one race? It's wild to me, but. I don't know. I was, I was thinking about testing, but you know at Every team test and some teams did a lot more laps than Ferrari and they haven't changed out any of their components like that. So it's definitely well, a, a reliability issue again with the Ferrari. And it's an interesting
1: one. Like you and I are into cars, different kinds and whatnot. You don't ever really hear about, I need to change out my engine computer.
0: I've never had to do that unless I turbo a car. Other than that, yeah. I've never had one just fry on me. I had my buddy fry his on a
1: Subaru because he was trying to self program it and he blew the whole thing (laughs) apart. But like, you know, that's that's kind of all self-inflicted. And I would expect the engineers at Ferrari not to fry (laughs) two engine computers like that's wild to me. I, I don't. So so first race, not only did he have to replace an engine computer, he had to replace the battery energy store, which I don't know much about that other than it is no. the battery itself, like it the thing stores that stores energy the power. <laughs> um but you're only allotted two of those for the whole year and they're on number two before the first race. They had not even done the first race yet.
0: That's wild we- because this is the longest season in history and they've already yep. run through their allotment. So chances are this is going to happen again. Yes.
1: And, I mean, it just doesn't bode well in general for reliability issues. Like, there's all the circulation of, oh, Hamilton's going to jump to Ferrari. If I'm Lewis Hamilton, I'm going, why the I'll take the car
0: that at least makes it across (laughs) the finish line. Like, you can (laughs) fix speed. Uh, I think Lewis has a better chance of jumping to Aston Martin than Ferrari at this point. Yeah. But this is... So so now because of this Leclerc has a 10 place grid penalty. So even if he is the fastest, which is a, pretty likely. I mean Charles Leclerc is a beast when it comes to qualifying. He but,
1: is, but I don't think that car is going to compete with Red Bull right now.
0: Yeah, but even if he did put it on pole, he still would be starting in 10th place, which is, means he's going to have his work cut out for him on Sunday. Um, yeah, this is I don't know, this is just crazy to me. I, I I I want to say I can't believe it, but on the other hand, I absolutely can believe it you know, it's, there's a chance he probably will fry another one during the race. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? It's interesting. They're not lowering the power. They said last
1: year after Baku, they lowered the power to improve, improve reliability. I guess it makes sense that if your engine computer is frying, it's probably not a power issue. Um, so they're not lowering the power and th- this car's quick in a straight line and Jetta's three quarters of the track is in full throttle. I mean, this, plays well for ferrari if they can get their down arrow package together um he's definitely got his work cut out for him he's gonna have to pass probably a couple of alpines or at least one alpine both astons probably both mercedes Mm -hmm. um you know it'll be he's gonna have to get past his teammate um signs it's he's got his work cut out for him he's it's capable but
0: yep it's I, f- I see that's a tall order though. When he looks at having to pass Fernando Alonso. Yes. I don't see that happening. You know, f- Fernando Alonso is notoriously difficult to pass. Like he is a, a fierce competitor and a fierce defender. So that's going to be, at least it'll be exciting. You know, Even in see. a
1: shit car, he holds off and is a hell of a <laughs> yeah. defender. Now he's in oh, a good car. Sure.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. This um, guy's going to
1: cause havoc. It, it's going to be, aw- I don't see him getting past Fernando. Um, he'll probably get past stroll cause strolls
0: going to forget to turn or some shit. and Ooh, they might, that might be, that might explode. Who knows? Oh, that'd be amazing. Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely a tall order. You got to get past your teammate. It's probably not like if all things are equal, Leclerc can pass signs. Is the team going to let him race it out though? You know, tire strategy. It'll be interesting. That's, that's for sure. But, um, Speaking of getting past Alonso, I kind of bring it back around to that. After watching that first race, that battle between Alonso and Signs, and seeing how much more traction that that, uh, Aston Martin has than the Ferrari, um, I think it's going to be really hard to pass. Especially on a street circuit. Especially on the fastest street circuit. Especially on one with walls everywhere where you kind of have to have the cojones to keep your foot down around those corners um, and the car with the better arrow package is going to perform better. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: It's tough one for sure. Well, so we got Charlotte Claire with his penalty and then we just got news this morning that Max Verstappen's having a little tummy issues. Got tummy he's going to be late getting there. Yeah, I mean, that'll happen. And my family would call that a case of the loose booty. Um, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> so it caused him to delay his flight for a day so hopefully he's feeling better i'm sure everybody else is like yes thank god but even he's got he's got to have a gold
1: porcelain throne on his private jet why does he have to delay it for a day yeah i
0: know right i don't know Um, man have you seen his jet no i haven't it's it's pretty sweet it's a pretty sweet jet of course it's got his logo on the back and all it's painted in kind of like red bull colors oh is it really yeah. Um, that's cool. I'll have to check it out. I don't think I've ever looked at it.
1: All right, and then so Max has a tummy bug. He's showing up late, so let's let's look into that a little bit more. He's gonna show up on instead of on Thursday, he's gonna show up on Friday, and then he's got testing that afternoon. So, pro- I mean, depending on where he's flying in from, and he's on his own private jet, like I'm sure he's not gonna be.
0: He'll be probably fine. Be whatever. I'm f- yeah. sorry he's coming in from his like multi million dollar condo in Monaco his yacht in the South of France. Yeah. On his jet where he's going to, he's probably got like, I don't, you know, who knows (laughs) what's a spa and everything else on on that plane. He's fine.
1: He he'll be fine. So, um, Jetta, let's talk about the race. It's always been awesome here. 2021 was crashes galore. Got a few stats on that. We had two red flags for Mick Schumacher and Checo Perez crashing. We had two full safety cars, we had six virtual safety cars.
0: <laughs> there's always something going on because it's just one of those tracks where it's just like it's begging for a safety car. It's There's zero or almost zero runoff. A lot of it, you can't really see that much around. So that's why, in my opinion, it's one of the most exciting tracks because there's always something going on. So there's so much strategy that comes into play with that once you get the safety cars and the virtual safety cars.
1: Yeah, because you're going to play into it like uh, Red Bull did in the first race, which was kind of like it makes sense, but you don't generally get safety cars at Bahrain. But you know, they went soft tire, pit stop, soft tire to cover up a safety car. You know, everyone's going to be expecting a safety car. So I'd almost expect to have more aggressive tire choices because they know they're going to get a a free pit stop at some point.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Well, And I mean, they they have done a little bit to kind of make it a safer track for this year or make it, I guess, as safe as they could. But I mean, you know, it's still something's going to happen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Last year we
0: had DRS Chicken, which was pretty awesome. (laughs) That was one of the most entertaining parts, I think, of last year. And when you really got to see like the strategy behind or how there can be a strategy behind DRS, when you got Charles Leclerc, Max Verstappen coming up to that one activation point where like at first it looked like Charles Leclerc just kind of moved off the line, let Max pass him. And it's like, oh, no, like this Ferrari is so or the, the Max is so much faster than the Ferrari. But then Charles Leclerc just got right behind him, did the same thing to him. And then, you know, lap later, they're both locking up, trying not to pass the line first. It was so They exciting. almost came
1: to a dead stop. On right he's <laughs> trying to get that detection point
0: the actually the other day I was re-watching the um it was like the the post-race technical analysis of that battle yeah. and they were showing how on that the when when they did lock up Charles Leclerc was on the outside Max Verstappen locked up a lot harder and at that point you could see as soon as he saw Max lock up like that Charles just let off the gas and hit the brake and just like zoomed right, right out in front of him and he had actually broke the one second barrier for a while there um, the interval for DRS activation, um, oh, yeah. you know, Max, Max was able to gain it or rain it back in, but that was actually showing like Charlotte Claire was thinking on his feet at that moment. Cause you know, he was like, if Max is breaking this hard, let him keep breaking. I'm just going to run away. Yeah. But you know, unfortunately for him, the Ferrari didn't have enough juice in it.
1: <laughs> and Max won by a half
0: second. Uh, oh, what a great race, man. What a great, great race. I can only hope that, that this year is a- going to be as exciting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't see how it can't be. I don't know if it'll be necessarily exciting with Max. He's going to be way out in front cruising around. on. He'll be on level seven, um, (laughs) as Fernando puts it. Um, But I I expect some safety cars. I would not be surprised one iota if we had a a red flag. Mm -hmm. Um, There's going to be some midfield battles. Hopefully there's no, you know microsoft load screens on any uh on any steering (laughs) wheels
0: (laughs) oh my god
1: that's ridiculous i hope Um, mclaren
0: pulls their head out of their ass at least a little bit for this one i don't see it but we'll see
1: so it's kind of an interesting if you look at like we're we're shitting on mclaren or mclaren all day long but if you look at where they started last year they're actually a little bit ahead which makes sense you have a full year of development like but they are they're starting in the back just like they did last year, but they seem to be a little bit ahead of where they started last year. So if they do the same thing, they could very well end up P5 by the end of the season. I think it's going to come down to that development package and how far, you know, Williams has made a huge step forward. Oh, yeah. Alpine's still kind of questionable. Haas is not doing what they did last year. <laughs> um, So it'll be – I see McLaren improving. I think the question is, is it going to be enough to ever be in contention
0: for championship? And I think yeah. the answer. And how many years that's going to take? I, I, Yeah, I don't know. That's going to be a long time if it does happen. And if you're Lando Norris. <sighs> yeah, you're looking for somewhere else.
1: And on that, I've got to say, I'm not a big fan of the new Aussie.
0: Of Oscar? No. I think it's too soon, but why not?
1: It's too soon. I'll just start the drama up, see if we can't, you know, <laughs> rile something up out of the comments. He just... He's not Danny.
0: hes You know what? He's not Danny, and he'll never be Danny. And I don't think I've seen enough of him to really judge just yet, because he was only, what, 15 laps of the last race? <laughs> but you're right, he's not Danny, and... That has left a gaping hole in my heart. <laughs> he's, I think he's, I think Danny's gonna be there this weekend. Red Bull put out a, um, uh, an Instagram video, something about uh, I forget what the song was, but it was saying, basically, or basically alluding to the fact that Danny will be there. So we oh, might get to see some, some it, interviews. Tommy bug, I know, right? You got the wrong guy, Danny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh did he though danny might not
1: mind knocking off max
0: <laughs> oh yeah right go up against Cheko, be like I, this is the one i want like yeah. i'm gonna prove to you christian <laughs> um, <laughs> one could only
1: hope oh no kidding so let's talk about this weekend so we got a long track 6.1 kilometers 27 turns <laughs> the fastest street circuit monza is the only race that's actually faster And Spa is the only one that's longer. So this is the second fastest and second longest track. And it's a street circuit. Um, It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Uh, We got some changes this year that don't really help with safety that much. I mean, kind of helping like sight lines. Um, Right. You know, they they push back the walls at turn 14 and 20. Uh, If you go Google the pictures of it, like definitely opens up your vision. They also, so I was reading up on the special rumble strips because in the news article, they said there was special rumble strips. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to, if you hit them on the outsides of 14 and 20, it's supposed to drop you by 50 kph. 50?
0: 50. 50. That oh my god, you know how violent that would feel inside the car? It's like re entering the earth's atmosphere. <laughs> Jesus, 50kph, man! No wonder they're calling them special rumble those strips. cars. <laughs> their cars are just going to explode when they hit that thing. <laughs> Especially, I thought, gonna, I thought you were gonna say you hit it at a certain speed and it plays a tune <laughs> through that those, would be the cool. tires. <laughs> Damn, that's the, a uh, Red Bull national anthem. <laughs> That's crazy though. Wow. Yeah. Good luck. And they, everybody. Moved the,
1: they moved the fences. Please. Someone hit them. Just I some entertainment value. I want someone to hit them. <laughs> like the McLaren. The wheels just... <laughs> oh. <laughs> then they move the fence wall back. It turns eight and 10, which just opens up the sight line, which apparently wasn't so much for race day as much as it was for quality because cars are crawling around the tracks. Um, and then you don't see them if you're on a fast lap. So I think a lot of that was more for quality than for actual racing.
0: Yeah, I bet that's so frustrating, man. When you're trying to do like one of your flying laps and you've just got cars just going so slow because you're passing them at least 100, sometimes 100 plus miles an hour. And, you know, if you see that green Aston Martin and it's Lance Stroll, there's no telling what's going to happen. <laughs> so it's like it's got Somehow to give it's you
1: sideways in the middle <laughs> of the road. You're like,
0: like, what are you doing, Lance? <laughs> Well, yeah, like you have to come around a turn and have a a little moment of pause. Like, oh, I got to stay in it, you know, hope that they don't come over. That's got to be pretty scary.
1: Yeah, it absolutely does. So I don't really blame them for opening up the sight lines on that. Um, Yeah, it'd be terrifying. Uh, Tires, C2 through through C4 this weekend. So almost the softest tires you can possibly get. Um, And I bet... I'm I'm expecting some pretty, uh, aggressive tire choices during the race.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you kind of, like you said, you're banking on a safety car, at least, I mean, Mm -hmm. a good chance of a red flag too. So, I mean, that's got to play into your, into your strategy for sure. Yeah. Also, if you're unfamiliar with the tire compounds, go back and watch the sixty second te- uh sixty second TED talk, sixty second tech talk <laughs> that we just it's put out on tire compounds. Talk. Yeah. Thank you for coming to my tech talk. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. Man, I think we're gonna have a super exciting weekend. Uh, classic layout, no sprint races or anything like that. Three rounds of free practice, quality, um, and then race day. Races at night too, because they didn't want to race in. Well, they said it's 35 degrees Celsius. I imagine that's like 110.
0: I wish I they would just know. put up the damn conversion. There's enough yeah. American fans now. Just do it. You know how like TV is like, Oh, nine, eight central do that with the, with the race. Cause they always say this. They're like, Oh, it's 35 degrees. And like, I don't know what that means. No, I don't, I have to Google it. Is it hot or is it cold? I don't know. It's a, almost freezing. Um, but they
1: do that with, they already do it with miles per hour. Everything yeah. is KPH slash miles per hour. Like, why can't you throw the temperatures and other stuff over to American? And for all those to. out there that are saying, why doesn't America go to the metric system? Because there's two types of countries in the world. <laughs> ones that have been to the moon and ones that haven't. All right.
0: <laughs> we ain't changing for nobody, damn it. Nobody, even though the metric system is kind of a lot better in every way. Oh my God. It's you so know. much more. Once you it's start so to figure easier. it out, <laughs> it's so much easier. You, you go back to like inches and yards. Not, it's like what the hell? Not changing. Not changing. Nope. We're going to do it our it. way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> way, oh. way better though. Metric
1: systems way better. Um, all right. And then forecast. So we missed it last week. Me- we missed it last week. Well, two weeks ago, I guess, technically. Last race. Um, last race. Thank you. Every every uh, pre-race forecast, Kurt and I are going to do five predictions, poll, podium, and a wild card. We're going to get one. And then every race review, we're going to review our forecast, and we're going to keep track and points of who does better.
0: Yes, Winner sir. gets a case of beer. There we go. I like it. So poll, what do you got, Kurt? Man, I... The poll to me is one of those where it's like, it's almost a given and I'm going to go with max, but it's one of those where it's like, you can never count out Charlotte Claire. I just don't think we've seen enough of that Ferrari performance yet this year to put him on there. I think it's going to be max without a doubt. Yeah, I
1: agree. I got max as well.
0: All right. But I'm shaking up podiums.
1: You go first. are you?
0: All right. So podiums, let's do it one at a time. I'll Not start right. with, I'm going to start with my third place and I, I've actually changed from what I had and on my third place I'm going to put Perez as third place Ooh. on the podium. I got Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz driver for Ferrari. <laughs> all right, all right. For my second place. Wait, why are you putting Carlos Sainz for third? Just curious. Can mean
1: why am I putting Carlos Sainz for third? Well, okay, that's actually a fair question. Cuz I'm um, looking because at the he, other he, top cars. He's out of position at third place, I know. Yeah. Um because Leclerc's penalty, he's going to make it up there. Leclerc is probably going to be fourth, fifth, or DNF. Um, I don't. I think he's got a lot of work cut out for him getting through the pack, which he will get to on this circuit. I don't see Ferrari giving the team orders for him to pass signs. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a little bit much for him to get by him. Um, with reliability issues, I think that they're going to want to just get across the finish line. And if Leclerc's in fourth place and signs is in third place, I don't really see them trying to swap the cars because they ain't catching second and first, right?
0: And don't um, forget, we have seen Carlos signs disobey team orders before that time yep, he got his first victory, true. so the, that has to play into it a little bit too. That's All right, well, that makes though. sense. All right, so I'll go with my P2 then on my P2. I have the other Spaniard, Fernando Alonso. I think that I do as well. Oh, nice. So I, I think that you know it, it's still early in the season. You know, the first couple races are very different tracks. Um, but I I do think that that Aston Martin is hooked up, and I think that that Aston Martin and Alonso combination is crazy, and I yes. I, I see him getting up there. You know, I, I see him as a better driver better racecraft than Perez and I think he's gonna get past Perez I think it's gonna be one hell of a battle because yes. both of those guys are known for their defense and so that's gonna be exciting I'm putting my money Mexican on that being Minister the most... of defense yep I'm putting my money on that being one of the most exciting battles of the weekend and yep. so I am gonna put Alonzo kind of like you said in uh, p2 for that yep I got him in p2
1: and first place we both have Logan (laughs) Sargent. Sorry, I
0: couldn't resist. Um, Max Verstappen. Yeah, not even close. Max Verstappen is just going to be out there in the front, just driving a boring race, and everybody else is going to be fighting for the scraps. But I'm going to caveat now.
1: So mine is Max Alonso signs. Perez crashes out. Oh, that's my prediction. I could see that, too. I could see that, too. We'll see, though. Perez crashes out. And a big part of my reasoning for that is we saw it a good bit last year when the pressure really gets turned on. Um, Perez is awesome at defending. He wasn't the best at the aggressive passing, Mm. and he started to get offline, hit the dirty sides of the track. You know, it wasn't – he wasn't putting in perfect laps. He looked stressed. Yeah, And because of that on this track, I see Perez crashing out.
0: Yeah. And you kind of see him fall off too. Once he, he, so he defends so hard and then maybe he's like, you know, wearing out the tires or, over, you know, something like that. But whenever he gets past, he kind of just like gives up the fight and you see that yep. happen too. So I could see that. Um, All right. So the next one is going to be our wild cards. This is something that is potentially unexpected throughout the field. Um, Could be good. Could be bad. Whatever the case may be. Um, But it's just something that you normally wouldn't think of. So I'll go first with my wild card. And my wild card is that both Williams are going to finish in the points there. It's a fast track. Awesome. Right. It's a fast track that Williams has increased its speed. It's one of the the biggest increases in speed in the Mm offseason. It looks like it's put together. And, you know, they're both close to the points last week. Um, The only the only wild card to my wild card. Is going to be Logan Sargent, right? Like he's a new F1 driver driving in potentially one of the most intimidating tracks that there is on the calendar. You had that.
1: You watched that interview with Nico Rosberg about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Where Nico Rosberg basically said that he's this the first time he's happy. Well, this is in the first race of the Jetta circuit. Um, He was saying he was the first time he was happy not to be driving a car on a track because of how dangerous it was. Um, so that with their safety improvements for this year, it's not going to be as bad, but it's still an intimidating track. It's a yeah. super fast street circuit penalty for, you know, going offline is harsh. So yeah. if Logan Sargent can overcome that fear, you know, which I imagine he will, he's a good old American boy born and raised in the greatest state in the union, Florida. He's accustomed to fear because he wrestles alligators. So Clearly. I could see he's going to, he's going to wrestle that car around. They're both going to finish in the points.
1: You know what they say? Speed has never killed anybody. It's suddenly <laughs> becoming stationary.
0: That's the problem. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you skydive, it's like, it ain't the drop that kills you. <laughs> it's the
1: um, Okay. My wild card is
0: that five cars will DNF. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. A lot. But so I could see that, right? You got a crash. That's there's at least two cars right there. Then you got two Both Ferraris catch on fire. <laughs> yep, that's two Ferraris. Now you need is one more, which Piastri's you know steering wheel is <laughs> going to need a
1: random update again.
0: So five uh, cars
1: right there. Landstroll takes somebody out. Landstroll by himself could create a five car pile.
0: <laughs> that's true. Starting it's from not- the back of the grid, he could make it happen. <laughs> That's not outside the realm of possibilities. I was just imagining when you said that about Piastri, it's like at the beginning of the race, they just put like a standalone computer in the car and give him one of those old Grant steering wheels, <laughs> like the old Wood Grant steering wheels. It's like, you just race with this. <laughs> just just get across the finish line. All right, Don't worry man. about any kind of changes or anything like that. It's set on default mode. Just go. <laughs> it's not going to get any better anyway. So. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, yeah, well there's I, our predictions. I think this is gonna be exciting. I'm I'm ready for this one. Um, so we will we'll watch we got practice coming up, two days of practice qualifying, and then the race day. And then when we return next week, we will do a recap and see how the race was for one, but also how well or how poorly we did on our predictions.
1: Yes. Uh, race recap next week's gonna be a day late. Kurt's gonna be traveling, gonna not be yeah. able to watch the race live, so I'll be sending him updates. Um, whether they're true or not, we'll, we will see. But just he's going to have a really me with Sunday. Like, <laughs> just flood <laughs> me
0: with like two truths and a lie or something like that. <laughs> it's going to be like 12 lies and six truths. <laughs> Let you right. figure it out on the plane. Yeah, I know. It's going to be so frustrating. Oh, um, man. Well, that was fun. I think uh, I'm ready for this weekend. So hopefully it'll be a good one. And as always, if you're listening on audio, make sure and follow the podcast, give us a review. And if it's on YouTube, make sure you give us a like and a subscribe. And on that note, stay classy, America. See you next time.